Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. In today's episode, I have a very special guest. Her name is Alexis, and she has this incredible YouTube channel all about monthly resets, winter health routines, like all these different cool stuff. She gives me big Fernanda Ramirez vibes. She does like a lot of self-love type of stuff, and I just, I love her. So you can go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi everyone, my name is Alexis Davidson. Thank you so much for having me. So I create content on YouTube and I am active on Instagram as well, but I would say that YouTube is my primary um, platform. I make a lot of lifestyle, I guess, content. Like she said, um, self-love, self-help, personal development, wellness, health, everything under that kind of umbrella. I have been, um, I have been creating on YouTube for two years. I just had my two year anniversary, um, this past month in January. Um, and it's going pretty well. So yeah, I'm really excited to be on this podcast today. Thank you so much for coming. And I was watching your YouTube video recently about, um, the bathroom transformation And this is completely unrelated, but I just love it. It's so cute. Thank you. I was so excited when I found out that I was moving to the apartment that I live in now because I was very excited for a big bathroom. In my old place, my bathroom was super tiny and not cute at all. And I was really excited to have a bathroom that I could decorate and have all the spa clean vibes. So it's really nice. Yeah, I absolutely love it. Like the whole just vibe in there is just so cute but thank you of course let's get right into the episode so the first section we're gonna be talking about youtube so when did you first know that you wanted to have a youtube channel so i know that this sounds super cliche and like everyone always says this but i have pretty much always wanted to have a youtube channel since i was about 11 years old you know i grew up watching like um rachel levin rcl beauty and meg DeAngelis, all of the DIY YouTubers like back when YouTube was all bright neon pink yellow super white aesthetic Alicia Marie yes Alicia Marie that's my girl yeah so I started watching YouTube back then and I was very into the DIYs and everything like that I started my YouTube channel in 2012 with like two minute skincare routines but (laughs) I have since deleted those videos And I also wanted to start a YouTube channel in 2018, 2019, and I was going to do a story time channel, but I didn't end up uploading any videos for that either. (laughs) I would literally just film them and be like, oh, I don't know, I'm embarrassed. Like, what if people from my school see this? But when I had my daughter in 2020, I decided that I felt like I had a good reason to start my channel. And so my channel actually started off with motherhood content, Hmm. but... Um, as I, you know, continued making videos, I would say that my first year on YouTube was mostly based on me and my daughter. But as I kept creating content and felt like I was kind of getting into a rut, I kind of went on my own little self-discovery journey, I guess you could say, and decided that I wanted to make content about me and my life. And even though my daughter is obviously a big part of my life, I wanted to make content that was kind of true to my age and where I am personally, not just based on, you know, me being a mom. So I started making the more lifestyle, health, wellness, routine type videos about 
10 months ago. So that has been my kind of journey on YouTube so far. Oh my gosh. Okay. So did you watch <laughs> Bethany Moda? Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. She's a for real OG. Like I did all her yes. DIYs. Yeah. I always followed along. All the OGs. Yeah. And I always went to like the Target dollar spot when she'd say all this different stuff. I did all that stuff. Yes. And it seems so cool. Like the way that you started and stuff, like you started 2012 and then now you start to create like content that you like and stuff that is incredible and the way that you like changed like once you got on your self-discovery journey I love the way that you like changed your content to be who you were I really love when people do that to just kind of like not focus on yourself but kind of like you know show what you want to show and I completely get that because yeah with like um other people that are interviewed it's really hard for them to do that and so it's really cool to see somebody who can do it like kind of easily easily so it's really cool so thank you yeah what would be the main things that you say that you would need when you start a channel so I when starting a channel what I would recommend to most people because I have had some people like from my town who have come to me for YouTube advice thinking about starting their own channel and mostly I feel like they expect me to tell them you know, kind of equipment and like the setup that you need for YouTube. Yeah. But I think that before you even think about any equipment that you might need, you really need to have one, an idea of what you want your channel to be about. Obviously I first started with like making motherhood content, mm-hmm. but then I kind of switched over to making the type of content that I watch personally. So like you said, for Fernanda Ramirez, that is my girl. She is one of my biggest inspirations. I love Fernanda. Um, another Yes, literally, that is, like, a huge compliment that you say that I give you her vibes because that is my girl for real. Another girl that I like to watch is Michaela Bento. She is super motivational, and I love her editing. So I decided that I wanted to make content that I like to watch. So my niche, even though it's, like, lifestyle, it's kind of just targeted on people who are similar to me, you know, have the same kind of aesthetic, and I feel like that's kind of how most people are on YouTube. They kind of make videos that they like to watch. So having an idea of what kind of videos you want to make is obviously a big deal. That's what your channel is going to be about. So I'd say before you even start, you have to make sure that you have your eyes set on what type of content you want to make. And then also just making sure that you have the time and dedication because YouTube is unlike any other platform. I guess the most similar kind of platform to YouTube would be, you know, the podcast space. Mm-hmm. Um, just because it's more longer form content, it takes more planning, it takes more editing because the videos and podcasts are longer. And um, I feel like some people come to YouTube, you know, trying to make a quick buck. And that is more attainable, I feel like on other platforms than it would be on YouTube, just yeah. because it's really about creating a tighter knit community and people are sitting down and watching you for seven minutes all the way up to, you know, an hour. So having the time and dedication before you spend money on equipment or any type of setup, um, I think is really important. Yeah. And, um, a lot of people go into YouTube thinking that it's easy to like gain subscribers and stuff, but it actually takes 100%. a lot of time. Yeah, like it's it's quicker and easier to get followers on TikTok than like YouTube because TikTok obviously it's like short videos, but then on YouTube it's longer because it takes time to edit, 
film, upload, like get everything together, yeah. the thumbnails, it takes forever. And so I completely understand that. Okay, so this question yeah, is sure. very similar to the one I just asked you, but how would you go about growing a channel? Like if you already have it going and you want to grow it. So obviously I'm a smaller creator. For those of you who don't um, subscribe to me on YouTube, I only have about 800 subscribers, which obviously 800 people is a ton of people. And I'm so grateful for every single person that, um, you know, is a part of my community. But it's definitely on um, a smaller scale than some creators out here with 10,000, 100,000, a million, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So um, I'm obviously constantly trying to grow my channel, reach new people. The way that I find is best for growth um, is really just to continue in your authenticity, make videos that are true to you, as well as making videos that are searchable and clickable, making sure that your thumbnails are you know, aesthetic and attractive, and then making sure that your videos, you know, live up to the thumbnail, if that makes sense. Because you can have a really good thumbnail and then click on the video and it could not have the best quality or not the best editing. And so people really like consistency and just making sure that my content is consistent and I'm always, you know, doing my best to make sure that my quality is the best for the people who view my channel. Um, people are going to be drawn to you just based on your personality, um, your editing, your style, your vibe. And I think that it's really important to be true to yourself because the way to grow your community is for people to like you for you. And, um, you know, just allowing people to see the true you. I feel like some people will make a video just because they think that it will get good views and it might, but then that's not the type of content that they want to create in the long run. So even though it is slow and steady on YouTube, I would just say to stick it out. It's worth it. And just continue to be yourself. Yeah, because, like, if you think about different YouTubers, they're really consistent with the type of content they make. Like how we are talking about Fernanda, like, it's, it's like the same type of content, the same niche, but it's different videos. So like one video right. may be like a 7 a.m. morning routine. The next video may be like a 5.30 productive day of my life. Like it's the same niche, but it all has different types of videos. Also, people like Adela and Michaela Mags, they have different yes. videos like that. That's like the same niche, but like they really give you variety and stuff. And I love how they always stay true to themselves. Like they don't have fake voices or like they don't act different or anything. They're always yeah, staying absolutely. true to themselves. Yeah. So what yeah. is one thing that you would tell your younger self when you were first starting out? So I'm going to go with me when I first started my YouTube channel seriously. So that's back in 2021, January of 2021. I would tell myself, number one, that my first 50 videos were not very good and <laughs> I kept getting my hopes up every time I would post a video I'd be like oh I hope this is the one but honestly like when I go back and watch I'm like girl no this is not <laughs> gonna be the one and that's okay you know we're always on a learning journey making things better trying to make each video better than the last but I would tell myself one not to get my hopes up and to just keep pushing through because things will work out and also I would let her know that it's a good thing that the videos that she was making in the first, you know, year of her channel were not the ones that were getting her a lot of attention because I ended up switching, you know, what my content was about. So I'm glad that I didn't 
gain a whole bunch of subscribers from one niche when I was going to be switching over to, you know, a different set of yeah. kind of videos. Yeah. Um, I get that because think about like if they subscribe to you for your motherhood videos and then now with your more lifestyle type of content, then those people from like the older videos, they'd be like, well, where's these videos? And I completely get that because I've seen that happen with YouTubers and stuff and people that I know. And it's just crazy. Like, that's why I always tell people to, you can like branch out, but mainly stick with your niche, you know, like sometimes it can be kind of hard. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Because I feel like when I was making motherhood videos, like there's not, I mean, there's a few, but, like, there's not too many people that are my age that are moms right now. Mm -hmm. And so I was definitely gaining subscribers that were in their mid-20s and up. And so that is totally different from what I make now with, like, young adult um, kind of content. Like, I would say that my main age range who watch my videos are in the 18 to 24 age range rather than 25 and up you know what I mean so I'm really glad that you know the videos that I make now are what are getting me you know more attention and getting new subscribers and people into my community yeah so how would you um like this is the beauty and fashion section so what is what is one of your like favorite beauty products that you just swear by like completely it can be makeup skincare body care anything okay well I used to be really into makeup. I'm not so much into makeup anymore just because I used to hide behind makeup a lot. And once I kind of, you know, ditched makeup to kind of regain my own self-confidence and my own skin, Mm -hmm. I definitely fell off with it. But I love a good eyebrow gel and I love lip gloss. Those are like the two products that I would use if I could use no other products it would be an eyebrow gel and a lip gloss. But I don't have a specific brand in mind because I'm just, I have not been into the makeup game lately. I need to get back on it. But as for skincare, I love Curology. That's the first thing that ever cleared my skin. Um, I know that some people have said that it that hasn't worked for them, but it was definitely a miracle worker for me, and it really helped boost my self-confidence. Right now, I just started using a new toner from the Inky List, a PHA toner, and I really like it. I think that I have developed sensitive skin um, since my pregnancy. I My skin has changed a lot. I think that my skin is a lot more sensitive to products, to the sun, um, basically to everything. So I've been trying to experiment with uh, sensitive skincare and stay away from harsher products that have a lot of... Um, harsh kind of chemicals in them and I say another ride or die for me is the Aveeno Oat Gel Moisturizer. It's super lightweight, it's good for oily skin, combo skin, and dry skin and I love an all-around good skincare product that can work for anybody. Those are my favorite to recommend. Yes and I completely get that. I have sensitive skin too like mine like if like if any other product than what I do touches it, it'll just like inflame. So I stick with the same products and I completely get what you're saying, like the sensitivity and stuff. Like yeah. I, I honestly, I wish I didn't have sensitive skin because like even like a face mask sometimes it'll like kind of make my skin red and stuff and get like little bumps. Yeah, I wish that my skin, because my skin used to be super resilient. I've always had acne prone skin, but I used to be able to pretty much put whatever on it and it would either help or it wouldn't, but it wouldn't necessarily make it worse. And now it's definitely like 
it will get worse if I put the wrong thing on my skin. Mm -hmm. And I am so sad about that because I will like want to test out new products and stuff like that. But I'm like, Ooh, I'm scared. I do not (laughs) want to break out. I do not want my skin to get irritated. So it's like a blessing and a curse because I'm definitely a routine girly. Like I like to stick to what I know and keep a consistent routine, which works out for me. But yeah, I wish that I could, you know, venture out, try new products without the fear of, you know, having my skin get all red and irritated. Same. Like I want to try like, um, like, you know how different influencers, they make different like skincare lines. And so I want to try all the stuff. Like I want to try Hailey Bieber's line. I want to try like all that cool stuff, but like my skin, like I'm so afraid because it's not like the next day I can just put something on and it clears. No, it takes a while. Then I like have to go out and stuff. It's just terrible. But yeah, (laughs) what are your favorite pieces of clothing that you have in your closet right now? My top two favorite pieces in my closet right now, I actually got them both as a birthday gift. I got the New Balance 550s in green and white. They're super cute. I don't wear them that often just because I'm scared of getting them dirty. I really don't want to get them dirty. And, um, you know, it's winter. There's salt on the ground, slush, rain, Mm -hmm. all of the above. So I'm not vibing with the weather. So I'm trying to keep my shoes nice. So they're sitting in my closet right now. But I was really excited when I got them because my parents told me that they were out of stock and that I wasn't going to be able to get them. And I was so sad, but then they surprised me with them for my birthday. So I was really happy about that. And then to match, they got me this oversized forest green zip up. It's so cute. It's so comfortable. I think it's from, it's either from PacSun or Urban Outfitters, one of those two, but it's super high quality and I love it. It's like my favorite lounge sweatshirt so those are definitely my top two right now I'm kind of trying to build a timeless wardrobe at the moment just stuff that I really like and not necessarily what's trending because I feel like the trends obviously die off and I'll think that I like a trend and then I'll put it on myself and I'm like ooh, like I don't even like this now I've just wasted money on clothes that I don't want to wear so I'm trying to really stick to my own personal style and grow my wardrobe that I'll love forever yes I've been literally begging well not begging but I've been trying to get my mom to buy me those new balances and every time like we go to the store every time she looks online they are sold out like I've noticed those are really popular shoes like they're they are crazy yeah and they're so cute that's why all the cutest stuff is always sold out because everybody wants it I know I just love them so much they're just Oh my god, like, I need them. I'm still gonna try to see if she can get them for me. (laughs) Yeah, they're perfect. They go with everything. Yeah, so now time for the health section. How do you, how do you like to plan out and build awareness around the goal? So what I started doing more recently with my goals is focusing less on the overall goal and more on the system that I put in place to make the goal happen. So I feel like this is like an example that everybody uses, but if you want to read five books in the next two months, instead of focusing on the number of books you're reading, focusing more on having dedicated 15, 30 minutes, an hour, however long a day that you are 100% going to sit down with your book is probably going to lead to you being able to read five books in two months. So that goes for pretty much anything. If you want to 
cook more healthy meals at home, then focus less on the actual meals that you're cooking and focus more on what you're buying when you go to the grocery store. You know, just simple stuff like that, focusing more on what you're doing to achieve the goal instead of what the overall goal is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I actually, I love to read the book Atomic Habits and like, I started reading it like a couple months ago. Like I'm not good about reading books, but mm-hmm. I'm about halfway into it. And it's like all about what you just said, like all about the things, how like you have to focus more on like not the number of books that you read. And he gives like so many different examples like that. And you literally sound like an author, like, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I really want to read Atomic Habits. I've been seeing it everywhere. I see it all over Pinterest. I really want to read it. I need to purchase but yes for sure like just instead of like changing the mindset from I want to do this and this many amount of days or I want to read this many books and changing it into like I'm a reader I am somebody who like I don't know I I work out like I'm a person who works out not like I want to go to the gym three times a week you know like changing the mindset to you identifying as these things instead of just making them things that you want to do yeah like identity-based habits instead of like outcome-based habits yeah yes 100% okay this is like completely off topic but I was actually watching one of your YouTube videos yesterday. I don't know which one because I was I was binge watching, mm-hmm. but I don't know which one I was watching. But um, you're you're literally like a walking Pinterest board. Like you have on like all like the cute stuff, like all the stuff that I see all over my Pinterest feed. That's you, and I just want to say like that is literally so cool. Like I would love to be a walking Pinterest board. That's so cool. Thank you so much. That is literally a big compliment because. I really try to romanticize my life just because I found it very easy in my own personality to find a lot of, you know, negatives and really fall into a slump of negativity and just not enjoying life to the fullest, always thinking about the future or the past or what I could have done better and who I want to be in the future. But Um, I never really prioritize the present. And so that's been something that I really been trying to do. And some, uh, some ways that help me do that are just by, you know, finding inspiration on Pinterest, and then really trying to make my life fit that if that makes sense, Mm -hmm. like, not in an unhealthy way, but you know, just finding things that I like the aesthetic of and finding ways to bring it into my real life so that I'm not, you know, focused on oh, I want to be this in the future. Like, you can be who you want to be right now. You just have to find little ways to romanticize life and make it happen for yourself. It doesn't need to be, you know, super big things. So, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Uh Uh-huh. And you guys, you guys should definitely go subscribe to her YouTube channel. All of, like, the information for her YouTube channel and her other socials, that'll be in the show notes. So just go check it out. But the next question is, how do you like to show self-love and self-care in your everyday life? I would say that the biggest way that I show myself self-love and self-care is really by showing up for myself. Um, I have kind of a basic morning routine and kind of flow that goes throughout my day that's pretty similar every single day, but really just making sure that the stuff that I say that I want to do, I follow through with, not for anyone else except for myself. Just showing myself that 
I care about me enough to do it. Just like if you have a test at school or something and you really care about it, you're going to take the time and you're going to study for it. Mm -hmm. So just in that same way, like when you want to do something for yourself, you want to accomplish something, you want to live your life a certain way, you have to show up for yourself. And that is a way that I find that I grow to love myself more and care for myself more. It's just by doing the little things in my everyday life. Because it doesn't need to be like, you know, a huge self-care night, putting on a face mask, running a bath. Of course, I love to do that. Mm -hmm. I do that like once a week. But, you know, just in the little ways of, you know, making myself a nice healthy breakfast that I know is going to make me feel good, um, you know, throughout the day. And, you know, writing in my to-do list what I want to do and then actually completing that so that I feel nice and accomplished at the end of the day. Just little ways here and there that are me showing up for myself yeah like at least one thing big or small every single day yeah like how you said getting the coffee together it doesn't have to be big but then the next day you may take like a bath I completely get that yeah yeah so can you tell us what you do on a reset day so when I'm doing my reset day most of the time they're pretty busy but it's all so that it helps me throughout we're going to go with like a weekly reset to like what I would do in a weekly reset might be a really busy um, Monday, but then it'll help me throughout the rest of the week. So I'll do my laundry. I'll clean my whole apartment. I will make sure that I have groceries in the fridge or um, prep food or snacks for myself so that they're easily accessible throughout the week. Um, I'll make sure that I have clean sheets so that I'm starting the week in a nice fresh bed and I'll just make sure that I have everything for my week planned out and set goals for myself just so that throughout the week I'm not worried about those things and I can get the things done that I need to get done and be as efficient and successful throughout the week as I can. Yeah and like for me I like to like um, wash all of my clothes like on a Sunday and so I'll have all of my clothes that I may want to wear like on Wednesday I'll have it ready because I wash my clothes on Sunday. Yes, because nothing is worse than being like, oh, I really want to wear this today. Why didn't I wash it in the days before? I feel like it's all about looking out for your future self because yeah. we know ourselves. We know what we're going to want to wear. We know what's going to you know, upset us if we don't do it today. And so, yeah, I would say a reset day is all about making things easier for my future self throughout the week. Yeah, and I also really like to like meal prep my food. And it makes it easier. So, like, if it's, like, dinner time, then I have kind of, like, the urge to, like, go get Chick-fil-A or something. But then when I have, like, my meal prep food, it's like, well, I already have food here, and it's free, and it's already together. And, you know, like, it's, yes. it's better to do it that way. Yeah, 100%, because I feel like we all have a goal to, like, you know, treat our bodies better, eat better food, and obviously everything in moderation. But definitely we reach for, you know, takeout and, you know, a quick a quick unhealthy meal of like processed food or something at mm-hmm. home because of convenience. It's because we let ourselves get hungry and now we don't want to cook anything. We would just rather go grab something quick that we know that we like, but definitely having stuff already made makes it 100% like so much easier to, you know, meet your goals and treat your body nice with healthy foods because it's already ready. It's right there for you. So 100% I love having meals planned out and just quick, easy, healthy things already made for myself. 100%. Yeah, totally. So how do you stay organized and what do you use to organize your life? So I 
I tried to be a Notion girly. I know that there's tons of people who love Notion. I don't think that I'm tech savvy enough to use Notion. I feel like I use it at the most basic level. And so I have kind of reverted to just using a pen and paper planner. And then I also use my notes app on my phone. Like if I need to quickly plan out a video, I'll do it in my notes app. That way, while I'm filming, I can go back to my checklist and see, did I film this clip? What's my next step? Like, what am I doing next? What pictures do I need to take for my thumbnail? That's more what I use my notes app for, but everything else, like planning out my month, planning out my week, I use just a pen and paper planner. Um, and I just like to make my weekly goals on Monday. I'll write them at the top of my planner. And then I have a, like a big planner that just has a lot of room for writing for each day of the week. So I'll go through and I'll make my to-do list in there every single day and then, you know, check that off throughout the day. And then for the month, I will use the calendar spread, like a regular calendar with the little boxes and I'll mark, you know, my film and upload schedule or birthdays, events, doctor's appointments, anything like that. I like to just keep that onto my monthly calendar. So yeah, I'm definitely a pen and paper girl. I would love to learn how to use Notion, but I just haven't taken the time to like really sit down and see all of the features and see what I can really do with it. Yes, Notion is kind of difficult. Like it's it's like I'd rather just have somebody go to do like the whole layout for me and then I can just fill in the yes. things that I want to do. <laughs> yes, I would much rather just get a template. But the thing is, I don't even know how to use a template. I don't even know how to get it onto my Notion or anything. Like, I feel very dumb when it comes to Notion. I definitely don't know what's going on with that. But I would definitely love to learn it because it's definitely cute. It's so aesthetic mm -hmm. and, like, it's adorable. But, yeah, I should probably learn how to use it because I do want to use it at some point. But, yeah, for now, I'm a pen and paper. I'm literally... Girl reading off the questions over my notion page <laughs> crazy <laughs> but when you said about the notes app my notes app is my ride or die like I completely get okay. that like anytime I have an idea that pops up like while I'm at the store I just type it up on there really fast and it's just so convenient the notes app like it's always on my home screen it's just yes I completely get that yeah, I went through my notes app when I did like a digital refresh for the new year and I went through my notes app and I seriously had like 600 notes. I had so many notes and they were just filled with like video plans, just quick little thoughts, grocery lists, everything. It's all in there. Like I love my notes app. I'm so glad that it exists. Same. Like I was like, so my phone, I'm getting a new one soon, so don't like judge me, but <laughs> my phone is, has like 64 gigabytes, and so like I'm trying to delete stuff so I can get some more space, and so the issue is that my notes app takes up 10 gigabytes, and I was like, what is on my notes app to take all this up, but it's just all these different like video ideas, thumbnail ideas, like all these random thoughts that come into my head, so I completely get that, it's crazy. For sure. So what steps do you like to take to get out of a slump? Well, the first thing when I'm in a slump is realizing that I'm in a slump because sometimes I will be in a slump and I'll just let myself, which is totally fine. I think that we all need to have grace with ourselves and realize that we're not going to be productive all the time. But there is a time when rest becomes a slump and you let it go too far mm -hmm. it happens to me 
at least once a month it probably happens to me so the first thing that I like to do after I've you know identified like I'm gonna slump I need to get out of this rut I need to get back into my routine to feel good I love to go on YouTube I'm a YouTube girly I go I watch my favorite people I watch them being productive I watch their reset videos I watch their getting out of a slump videos just to get some inspiration for you know getting my stuff together Mm -hmm. and getting my life back on track and then I'll just make a to-do list of things that I know make me feel good and I'll make sure to prioritize those things and even if I have to force myself to do them I really find that Once I just start doing them, I realize I enjoy doing this stuff. This is stuff that makes me feel good. And so once I just ignite that little spark and start to do the things that I love to do and make me feel good again, it makes it so much easier to just get myself out of that hole and back on track. Yeah. Yeah, and I I love watching different videos for inspiration. I watch your videos for inspiration all the time. Like, that sounds super creepy. It sounds creepy, but (laughs) I watch your videos. I love that. That's literally what I do this for. I'm so happy that you say that. That makes me feel very validated, and I'm glad that there's people using my videos for, you know, the goal that I post them for, so... Yeah, not really. Like you can tell how much work you put into them. Like it's like really good videos. Like it's it's so much quality in them. So I just absolutely love. I use you as like inspiration all the time for like, like should I clean my room today? Then I'll watch your cleaning video. Then I'll be like, okay, I'll do it. (laughs) Thank you. Yes, that is that is literally me with everyone. And sometimes even obviously I know that not everyone is a YouTube creator. But that is definitely something that inspires me to get the things that I need to get done, too, is just, like, being able to make a video out of it. Like, Mm -hmm. anybody who watches my videos, like, that is what inspires me to continue to make videos to get out of a slump is creating for everyone. And so, yeah, that's YouTube. YouTube is my ride or die. Like, YouTube is my stuff. That's my favorite platform everything yeah like I feel like I feel like YouTube is so much better than like like I'm not hating on TikTok or Instagram or like anything else but I love YouTube like it's just like anything that you want you can find it on there and think about if you want to watch TikToks they have TikToks on YouTube it's like the yeah the major platform it's crazy yeah it's just like different it's a different vibe than any other type of platform it's my safe space yeah and it feels like people are nicer on youtube than like tiktok (laughs) yes i don't know if you know who monet is i think that her last name is mcmichael i don't know if i'm pronouncing that right but she's a creator on tiktok but she also makes youtube videos i recently just started watching them and like her get ready with me get did i say that right get ready with me um she is always talking about how like youtube is her little girl's corner like that's her safe space that's when she wants to you know open up and spill her tea and stuff like that so i definitely know that everyone knows the vibes on youtube it's a safe space it's it's the corner so yeah i love it yeah and i love her videos they're so good yes okay so okay Okay, so the last question is, when you're building a new routine, what is your process? So I have found for myself that I need to, number one, pick things to add into my routine that I'm actually going to do. So for a morning routine, let's say, I would not choose to put my 
daily wake up time as 5am. I'm not someone who thrives at 5am. I'm actually gonna be making a video um, where I wake up at 5am for a week which is going to be interesting. And that's just really, you know, like a challenge for myself. It's Mm -hmm. not probably something that I'm going to end up doing consistently just because in the past I've not been someone who thrives at 5 a.m. I'm more likely to snooze my alarm. I find that I'm better at waking up around like 7, 7.30, 7.45. And I know that's not like attainable for everyone. Some people need to be up earlier. But for me, that's when I you know, find myself easiest to wake up and I don't really need to be awake at 5 a.m. So one, I choose things that are attainable for me and that I'm gonna keep doing consistently. And then also when I'm building the routine, I will only add in one or two things at a time. So I'm not gonna build a whole new routine of things that I don't usually do and then be like, okay, I'm gonna start doing all of this tomorrow morning. I will, let's use another example of a morning routine. So let's say that I'm going to start waking up at 7 a.m. consistently. I'll wake up at 7 a.m. for a week. And then after I've proven to myself, you can do this every day. Then I will start adding in my next habit. Let's say I want to make my bed every morning. I'll wake up in the morning and make my bed. And then after I've done that for a week or two, then I'll add in my next habit and so on until I have built the morning routine that works best for me. And it's all about trial and error, not being too hard on yourself when you don't do these things and, you know, just finding what truly works for you and finding stuff that you look forward to doing. Because, of course, you're always going to be more inclined to do something when you look forward to it. So it's all about finding what works for you, not trying to copy someone else's morning routine because it works for them. Because everybody's different. Everybody's unique. You might be able to take some aspects of their morning routine and use them to your benefit. But some of them might not not work for you. So you just have to adjust it for yourself. And, yeah, just give yourself grace and know that building a routine is a process. I think that they say it takes 21 days or 28 days to make a habit. So yeah, just making sure that you're consistent and, you know, showing up for yourself. The motivation to do stuff like that is not always going to be there. So just being determined is really important. And just know that you're doing it for yourself and nobody else. So yeah. Yeah, like I tried to wake up at 5am before and it's like for some reason, even if I go to bed like at 10 or like 11 p.m. or something, like I get a good night's rest. For some reason, I'm still like so tired in the morning at 5 a.m. And it's like I just can't do it. So now I wake up at 7 a.m. So I completely get that, like how some routines, like popular routines, they're not always the best thing to do. They're not always good for everybody. So yeah, I completely get that. Like my sister, she can wake up at 5 a.m. every day, but I just can't do that. For some reason, I just get more tired. But yeah, I completely get that. So, yeah, I have just like a bonus question because I'm just kind of curious. So who are your favorite lifestyle YouTubers on YouTube? So let me actually go to the people who I subscribe to. Okay. My most watched. Yeah, of course. I feel like if you watch any type of content like like that I make or like anything like that, any routines, anything productive day in my life, you know who Fernanda is. She is that girl for sure. She's like the queen. Um, (laughs) She is the queen, seriously. 
Um, Michaela Bento, I don't know if you know who that is, but she makes amazing videos. Her editing is super awesome. I love it so much. Mm -hmm. So definitely her. Um, there's a girl named Adriana. I'm not sure how to say her last name. It's like Nareja. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Yes, I love her. She is so sweet. She, I love her videos. I like Emily Polici. I don't know if that's how you say her last name either. I think it's Polici. Yeah, it's something like that. I'm not sure how to pronounce it, but (laughs) I really love her. Kenna Marie, Michaela Mags, Lena Lifts. I'd say, like, all of the main people. Like, I feel like they're the most popular people, but they're my favorite. I love them. Yes, so. I absolutely love Adriana. I love her. Like, every time I watch her videos, like, they kind of just, like I was saying, it gives me inspiration to do things. And, like, when I'm trying to tell my friends, like, I like this girl, I can't even, like, say people's last names, so I just have to show it to them. And then, like, with Emily Pellucci. Yeah. yeah, the only reason I know how to pronounce her last name is because I heard, like, somebody say it on YouTube before, so I was like, oh, that's how you say it. But um, do you also watch Adela? Um, I have seen some of her videos. I don't watch her consistently. I am not subscribed to her, but I'm always looking for new people. Sometimes it takes me like a couple of videos and then I'm like, okay, I am going to subscribe to them because like when I first started watching Michaela Bento, I watched like one of her videos and then I like clicked off of it. And then I seen it pop up in my feed a little bit later, like a different video and I clicked on it and I watched a little bit more, but I still didn't subscribe and then I watched another video and then I just literally went on a binge like (laughs) I was like wait I have been sleep on this girl she's great and so yeah sometimes it just takes me a few videos to really get into them you know find out their personality I love watching people who just have like a nice bubbly uplifting personality that's like the main reason besides like editing and stuff like that's just a bonus I love watching people with you know just a good personality make me feel good and uplifted and motivated yeah I love Kenna Marie too her like room is just so cute like it's just oh my gosh like I wish my room could look cute like hers it's so cute I love her room so so much I always feel like I'm finding inspiration from her from everything like her wardrobe is so cute her room is so cute like the little pictures that she snaps are so cute I just love everything about her that is one of my girls for sure and I also love that she is kind of you know how we were talking about being true to yourself especially like in the content that you create yeah she has been kind of changing her content a little bit making videos that are you know more chill less structured and just, like, about her life. And I just feel like that's so important to be able to grow and mature with your channel and not be afraid to, you know, change things up. Even if, you know, people think that it won't perform well or whatever. Because at the end of the day, even though, you know, we do it because we love it, um, you know, what performs well is still always going to be on our minds. And mm-hmm. so I feel like it's kind of scary sometimes for creators to kind of branch out in mature and change their content as they're changing as a person but I just think that's really inspirational that she is doing that and that she can do that and I love that her community is so supportive of her yeah and she seems so nice like in real life if you met her she seems so sweet and like so fun to talk to absolutely I would love like I don't know if this will ever happen but like I would just love to be able to go to different events and be able to meet 
these people just because they are like they feel like your friends that's something that I feel like is so special about YouTube is that you really get to know someone and you really feel like they are your friend and that if you met them in person you would be able to just so easily have a conversation and talk to them and I just really love that yeah like with Fernanda's videos it literally seems like you're coming with her on a day like it just seems like you're in her day-to-day life and it's just it's like she doesn't make it seem like so cinematic all the time it's just like real vlogs and I love when people do stuff like that yeah same I love that and like when I was watching your videos I was like I bet this lady is really nice in real life because like just the way (laughs) that you do your videos and stuff like it seems like you put a lot of time into it and it just seems like you're just a nice person, kind of like how Kenna Marie gives me, like, nice person vibes and stuff like that, like, and I was like, when I do this, it's not going to be weird, like, the podcast, because I've done interviews with people who are just, they they don't really talk, and so I love how you, like, you give me all the vibes, and, like, you just completely, like, answer all the questions, like, actually answer them, not just, like, yes, no, but you actually give, like, a full answer, like, I love that. Thank you, yeah, I really... I really think that it's important whenever I'm making any type of video. Obviously, like, Instagram and TikTok are a little bit different. I'm not really on TikTok a lot. I view a lot of TikToks. I love to scroll. But I don't necessarily create a lot of content on TikTok. And I create reels here and there and, like, post on my stories on Instagram. But I just love YouTube because I feel like I can have a conversation with people and like when I'm talking to the camera obviously it took some getting used to but I feel like I'm just really talking to people like on the phone and like right now I love that we're just like having a conversation because I feel like that's my favorite type of podcast to listen to yeah like ones that feel like just like I'm on the phone with my friend and not super like someone is talking at me you know what I mean and I Mm -hmm. just feel like it's really fun to get a chance to do that yeah it is like I don't know if you ever listened to it like you probably have but um Emma Chamberlain's podcast like it literally seems like you're just talking to her like it doesn't even seem like a podcast like sometimes I forget and I'm like is this a podcast or something like and I also listen to um Caitlin Nolan's podcast and yes yeah, I love her me oh too. my gosh I love her she's one of my favorite podcasters to listen to I also watch her YouTube videos but I love her podcast the most yeah, same. Yeah. Like, her podcast episodes, like, it's like she always knows what I need, and <laughs> that sounds weird, but, like, it's like she does. Like, her most recent one, when she did, um, like, an interview with this lady, I can't remember her name. I think it was, like, something joiner. I can't remember for sure, because I listened to that, like, last week, but I love how she does her episodes. Like, it's not really, like, we're talking about this and this only. No, like, whatever comes into her mind, she just talks about it, and I love that she does that, and it's so real, and, like, yeah, I like her YouTube videos, too, like, who we're talking about, but I really do like her podcast even more, because I feel like her podcasts are even more, like, you're engaged with it even more than, like, her YouTube videos, but, yeah, I love her content. Yeah, same. I really, she is actually the person, I haven't started a podcast, but I would love to start a podcast at some point throughout the year, just kind of, you know, like a similar podcast, like just talking about life and kind of just like giving my two cents, you know, tips on what I've gone through in life. And yeah, like how you said, she just knows what I need. Like, I absolutely love that. I feel like that is one thing that attracts me to certain creators is like when I'm listening to their stuff and I'm like, oh my gosh, like that was literally for me. Mm -hmm. Like I needed to hear that. And it's just like, it just kind of shows like 
we're all, you know, on the same vibe. We've all been through the same kind of stuff. And it really is just like a friendship. Yeah. And I also, I listened to um, this girl. Her name is, I think her name was Kaylee Stewart. And I love her podcast too. I don't know if you know the podcast. But I, listen- I know exactly what you're talking about. It's called like Hot Girl Something. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. I love that one. Like, it's like, she she sounds so, like, friendly for some reason. Like, I like people who sound friendly. It's not just, like, harsh, like, kind of, like, do this and do that to have, like, a good day. No, like, she's really, like, open with it. And I totally love her, too. And I love how, like, you also like Caitlin Nolan. Like, I obsess over Caitlin Nolan, like, a lot. And then it just disappoints me when, like, my friends are like, who is Caitlin Nolan? It's like, are you kidding me? Like, I love her so much. Like, I get upset when people don't know who she is. I have to explain it to her. It's just crazy. Yes, I have no friends. Well, I do have <laughs> friends that, like, watch YouTube. But, like, nobody is like me. Like, nobody is, like, a YouTube girly like me. Nobody is a podcast girly like me. And so I I will literally be talking about these people. And they're like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but really, I know that they have no idea who I'm talking about. Like, they're basically just listening to me talk to be a supportive friend. Because, yeah, they do not know any of the people that I'm talking about ever. But that's okay. <laughs> yeah, same. That's how my <laughs> friends are. Because it's like I have to literally go in to, like, podcast and then show them this is who it is like they need to see their face and they're like oh I've seen her on YouTube it's like yeah and <laughs> why don't you listen to our podcast it's so good and I'm always like recommending different things like podcasts and YouTube videos because like you were saying like a lot of my friends they don't watch um YouTube or listen to podcasts they're more like TikTok people and it's yeah. like I have no hate on TikTok but I I like to listen to podcasts more and YouTube videos kind of like engage me more than TikToks and yeah that's just how I am but I completely get what you're saying about that I cannot believe somebody else is the same like that's crazy yes I love long-form content Mm -hmm. I of course like obviously like any person I scroll on TikTok I scroll on Instagram but I love being able to just sit down and watch a YouTube video while I'm like eating my lunch or like eating a snack or just chilling and I love being able to turn on a podcast while I drive I prefer to like listen to a podcast rather than listen to music in the car I mean sometimes I'm in a music mood but I just love to listen to podcasts in the car and no it's just like it's all the vibes I love listening to people talk and um I don't know it's just great I love long-term content yeah, I love podcasts, but thank you so much for being here with me doing this episode. People are going to love it because you were just so sweet. Like, you're you're giving all the vibes, like I said earlier. Like, you're just so sweet, and you guys can definitely go follow all her social medias in the show notes down below. So just scroll down. You can find everything. Go subscribe to her YouTube channel. She posts, like, incredible content. If you like Fernanda Ramirez, she's going to be, like, your, your girl right there. So go subscribe to her YouTube channel. And, yeah, thank you so much for being here. I really do appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. This is so much fun. And thank you for being the first person to invite me onto their podcast. I feel very special and seen. So thank you so much. Of course.